0: Welcome back to the Stories from the Woods podcast. I hope you had a happy Thanksgiving yesterday, had some good food, time with family, or whatever activities that you did. I hope they were enjoyable. And probably like most, you're probably starting to look forward to Christmas and getting excited for that time of year. Well, I'm kind of bummed, actually. I uh, went to grab my microphone the other day. I was testing it out with something else, and it wasn't working. Uh, The second microphone that I've gone through, same kind that I bought, but I don't think I'll be buying that kind anytime soon. So pretty frustrating just how cheaply made the the inside is, how fragile it can be. I mean, don't get me wrong. I did drop it once, uh, but it shouldn't break um, that quickly and that easily. But anyway, uh, the only good thing about it is I was able to figure out how to make my iPhone into a microphone, So that was neat, just trying to figure that out. And that is what I'm using for today's episode. It's not quite as clear, I don't think, as my other microphone. And so as I'm looking for a new one, which may be several weeks, uh, because I've got plenty of things going on, I um, will be using this one. I hope it's good enough quality for you. And I figured it was probably better than not putting any episodes out at all. All right, time to get back. To Trapped in the Bermuda Triangle, this is Chapter 3. This episode follows the captain and the five students that are traveling with him. Chapter 3, New Discoveries from the Trapped in the Bermuda Triangle story. Unlike the co-captain, Captain Richard took his crew through the center of the island, not going around on the beaches. He thought it would find more. In the interior of the island although it was a little bit riskier to do so and it was definitely more challenging to navigate unlike the beach there was growth all around them and there were not a lot of clear paths every once in a while they would find a clear pathway and they would follow that no idea where they were going they thought they were going in the right direction and maybe they were it continued for quite a while then samantha and barry started complaining can we stop and rest, Captain? We're getting tired. It's hot here. Yes, we can, but we can't be stopping, taking breaks all day. We only have so much time to check out what we can, and then get back to camp before night. We don't know what's on this island, and when it's dark out, you definitely don't know what's on this island or see anything coming your way. When they stopped to take a break, Jackson mentioned, "I don't think we're ever going to get off this island, Captain. I just don't see how it's going to happen." Our boat's gone. That guy who took it said something to the effect that he's been on this island for a long time. And think about it. We're out in the middle of nowhere. Don't lose hope, responded the captain. We haven't even been here one full day, and you're already getting signs of giving up and hopelessness? That's not okay. Got to stay positive. We're going to check out the island. We're going to see what we can find. And I think we can get off this island. Now it's time to get going again and moving on. They navigated through the island's interior for several hours, taking a couple breaks. And finally, they came across what looked like a house, close enough to a house that you can imagine on an island. It had a little tiny porch with two steps leading up to it. Once the group got onto the porch, it actually wrapped around half of the house. There were a couple chairs sitting out. You wouldn't have been able to see the house from far away. You had to come up like they did because it was all covered around by the lush green foliage that was part of the middle of the island. There was a door, so they went up, and the captain knocked on it. There was no answer. He knocked a second time. This time, the door opened slightly. I'm going to check it out. Arnold, why don't you come along with me? The rest of you stay out here and keep watch. The first thing that they saw was a table with three chairs around it. It looked like they had been made from some wood and maybe dried leaves of some sort. They also saw some shells with what looked like some food on them. They walked around further into the house, which wasn't very large at all. They found a few more chairs with a table. And then they found another door, and they walked inside, and there was a bed. More like a cot than a bed. A few clothes on the ground. Nothing much. There was one more door in that room. Before they got a chance to open it, it opened on them. What are you doing in here? A man said. Both Captain and Arnold jumped a little bit. They were caught off guard. Uh, We were just trying to find anybody that might be living here. Don't you use your manners and knock? Well, we did, and no one did answer, but the door opened. So you think that means it's okay to walk inside someone's house? How would you like that if that happened to your house? I really apologize, sir. We just came ashore today, and we're a bit confused on where we are, why we're here, our ship has been taken, and we're trying to find any answers or any help here. And if this house was empty and nobody was living here, well, you know what? We might use it as shelter. I assume this is yours, though. It is. It's is definitely mine. And I'm sorry to hear about all your bad luck you've been having. This place seems to be the source of a lot of that. I can tell you that from the years that I've been here. I've been here a long, long time. So you've been stuck on this island? Uh, I guess you could call it that. I've seen some come and go, but I usually just see them come. Hardly ever anybody gets off the island. Most that leave, leave because it's their time on earth to leave. They go to some other place, whatever you believe in. I've come to enjoy this place, and I kind of keep to myself. That's how I like it. So there's others that live on the island? Yeah, there's others. I've just decided to leave them be. And you know what? They leave me be, and that's just fine with me. So how many of you are there that have come ashore today? 17. 17? I've never heard of such a large crowd coming at once. Yeah, we were on a trip to teach students how to sail and experience some adventure in their life. But we ran into a storm, and we got lost. And then we came ashore here to find out what was going on, and a man ran off. And stole our ship. Really? Yes. He said he could not get off this island and it was his time to leave. I see. That was probably Randolph then. He's always trying to get off this island. But he'll be back. What do you mean he'll be back? Like I said, I've seen a lot of come and go. But not a lot of really get away. They come back. We are in the Premier Triangle. And things just have a way to finding their way to this island or in the bottom of the ocean. Arnold spoke up. What's with this place? Why is it like that? Ah, uh, it's difficult to say, but it's definitely been the case over the years. I think it's almost near impossible to escape this island and the Bermuda Triangle in general. Well, we'll look for our way out as soon as we can, but for now we need to find some shelter, food, Can you at least give us some idea of how we can go about that with 17 people to care for? Yeah, we haven't had that many people here before, and so the food is enough, but it's only enough for so many. I think you'll find enough in the short term, but long term, it's going to be difficult having this many people on the island. As far as shelter, you know, I built this house. It's taken me a long time to do so. In the early days I was here, I just found whatever foliage I could and built temporary canopies that's all i can tell you at this point is there anything we should be fearful of on this island asked the captain well there's always something to be fearful of any situation but if you're thinking about wild animals or anything like that there's not much there i think i'd be most terrified of just the people that live here sometimes we're our own enemy the captain did not like the tone in this man's voice all right, well, I can see that you don't really care to have many people around, and we apologize again for entering into your house. What's your name, though, in case we come across you again sometime? My name is Arvin. All right, well, I'm Richard, and this is Arnold. We have a couple of others waiting on your porch, and many more at a campsite, which I think we're about ready to head back to. It sounds like we're just going to have to find some things and help ourselves to survive on this island. That's about right, said Overn. Well, I wish you the best of luck. I'm sure you'll do just fine. I did it all on my own, and I'm sure you can do yourself with 17 people. The captain and Arnold walked out of the bedroom. As They made their way to the dining room. The other three were waiting for them already. Barry, Samantha, and Jackson. What's going on? Who are you talking to? Let's go, guys. We'll tell you on the way back to camp. Confusion was on the face of those three, but as they started to walk back, clarity came into their mind, and fear was in their mind as well. The captain did not like Arvin, the tone he set, and the fact that he didn't even offer any help, but they did their best to stay focused as they tried to make their way back to camp. However, they felt like they had been walking in circles for quite a while while. It was starting to get dark, and the captain told him, I think it's time we find shelter tonight. We're not going to make it back. While we have some daylight, we need to find something to help us. And as if there was magic in those words, they came upon a cave. I think this is where we're going to stay the night. But what do you think is in there, Captain? said Samantha. Well, Arvind didn't give the impression that there was many creatures on the island, so I'm not too concerned. But I think we should sleep on the edge, just inside the cave. I don't feel like we should venture in. I don't really have anything to give us a light. So they all took the belongings that they had with them. Got themselves set up before dark came. They were exhausted, didn't even start a fire, and went right to sleep. Meanwhile, back at the campsite, the other five students were working on trying their best to make a makeshift shelter wasn't going all that well. They had taken down some branches and big tropical leaves to try to build something. A few times they thought they had it really well, and then it would collapse. This last time when they were picking up the different branches, Melvin heard a clink sound. He looked down, saw his branch scraped against something on the ground, got down on his knees, started to push away the dirt, and he saw something metal got to come over here and see this. Wilcox, Terence, Josh, and Matthew all ran over. There's something here. And they all started to brush away the dirt and dig away to discover a large metal circle. What do you think this is? I have no idea, but I think we need to wait for the others before we go any further with this. This concludes chapter three, new discoveries. If you'd like to support Stories from the Woods podcast, you can leave us a review, make a donation using the link in the show notes, or share the podcast with family, friends, local libraries, and schools. Remember to check out our past episodes and to subscribe so you don't miss out on any future episodes. Thanks again for listening! This podcast features the song Surreal Forest by Medane, available under Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial License.